everyone, and welcome to our new and improved Peter Party podcast with our new name, Beneath the Surface, um, with Ali and Daisy. I'm Ali. I'm Daisy. <laughs> welcome. And today we have the legendary Kate Chastain with us today. Very excited. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here for the big launch of your Beneath the Surface Thrilled so much for coming, Kate. Yeah, we're excited to have we're you so on. We're so excited. We're like the OG. Yeah, you are. You're like the reigning queen of the BD franchise. I don't know. I think Daisy's pretty quick for that crown. I think Daisy's going to be queen herself. She definitely is. Yeah, she definitely no, is. No, I... I... <laughs> I just played it safe that first season. I have plenty of chances to fuck up. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, well, give us a bit of an update on where you're at, what you're doing now, what's happening in your life. So I bought a place in Fort Lauderdale in April. So I've been here with- Congrats. Um, thank you. Uh, Fort Lauderdale just feels like home. I'm from Florida anyways. And of course I lived here many years on various boats. Uh, so it's great. And also, I just had uh, dinner and drinks with Captain Lee and his wife last night. Oh. Yeah. So, and Bobby from the Med. He's from my town as well, but he lives here. We celebrate his birthday. Uh, ben, oh, awesome. Yeah. Ben lives downstairs. So it's kind of like, I mean, I'm surrounded by very familiar faces. Yeah. A little family. The Florida yeah. is a bit of a family. I mean, I'm in Australia and I feel... We've had so many cast members come on our IGTV series and our um, Peter Party podcast. And obviously now we've got you um, on our new podcast, but it's just kind of that community feeling in the, like, it doesn't matter where you are, what franchise you're from, how shit you did, how mental you were. <laughs> uh, for the most part. But I do feel like you girls are my, my very cool, cute little cousins that I've like been like, we've messaged before, but it's, so nice to finally get on FaceTime with both of you because I do feel like we're a family. I know. It feels like No, I agree. I I actually was really surprised at because I didn't really reach out to anyone and people were asking, they're like, Oh, have you reached out to anyone? I was like, No, like I don't know these people. Like, why would I do that? <laughs> and then so many people reached out to me and I quickly learned what a community it was. And it makes sense because no one no one else understands what we've been through and it's not just mm. a reality tv show like me and kate have spoken about this before it's a show that you work you know your ass off and it's it's very unique in its way and um yeah and you realize very quickly that yeah no one else can understand it so it's really you're gonna bond really quickly even though we haven't met before it's like you know kate messaged me and she's like yeah i i know what you're going through i've been there yeah especially chief stew to chief stew you guys have a whole different experience compared to us where we don't have that responsibility that that you both are dealing with right and it's helpful i think it was for me when uh hannah when blow deck med came out after below deck had been on for a while we became fast friends because we had that bond. And um, so Daisy, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Being a chief stew on a yacht is a lot of hard work. Being a chief stew on below deck, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's more difficult, but it's also very different. And it takes an adjustment. And you're like, Do, am I doing this right or am I not? Because it, it's, it is a little bit of an adjustment. So it's helpful to have somebody who gets it. Yeah, massively. I've never really questioned myself in my job before because it doesn't really matter like if i fuck up it's 
whatever the owners or the captain's just like oh you did wrong and and you move on whereas you fuck up on below deck like i'm constantly questioning myself i'm constantly going to bed going did i handle that right did i you know because you're not the the whole you know um all the fans scrutinize you in the public and it's not just your captain or your owner so yeah to have somebody else understand what you've been through and to find that you know being a chief stew on below deck isn't just being good at your job it's being funny it's being relatable it's being engaging it's like a whole nother thing it's very very stressful yeah yeah doing a good green screen interview <laughs> kate you nailed those you had so many quick-witted remarks i was like i remember watching it from i watched it from the very start and i remember being like she is good <laughs> you Thank just you. got it I know I saw when you were talking earlier in your email that you guys didn't like those. I loved interviews. They're my favorite. Absolutely. No. I they hate the interviews. It was like the likes, the interrogations, surroundings. I, I hated them. Here's why I love The little stool. <laughs> uh, okay, the stool is not ideal. But you're... <laughs> The, the thing is, though, is like you're just so direct and you don't care what people think. Like Kate's always like to me, you're too nice. And it's really funny because like we're obviously the complete opposite. I'm so worried about hurting people's feelings. And Kate's like, that person's a bitch. Why are you worried about nice. hurting no, their I, feelings? I, I, I'm like, pretty tough and, I, and that's why I like you. Um, but yeah. Oh, OK, good. <laughs> you actually, I, I think the reason I messaged you in the first message, I was like, you called a crew meeting and the crew messed. It might be a good thing you didn't know that you could do that. There might have been like a crew meeting every day. <laughs> it is for the best. Um, but the reason I screen interviews is because one, you get hair and makeup done, then you get to drink champagne and you get to talk shit about people. I have been training my entire life. Like it is we would just finish four hours and we were like, you got any more questions? I can't, we can just... <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> but when you put it like that, it does sound pretty ideal. I do, I do not think <laughs> the same way. I think of it as I'm hungover because we do them like a lot of the time when we're hungover. I don't think I'm funny. So like I'm just <laughs> saying shit. Apparently I am funny. But... You see her, I would often be after Daisy and she would always run over like, by like an hour, That's so shit, though. a couple of hours. <laughs> I'm better off than that. How did you feel about that? And I'm like, you know how I felt? You know what? Thank you. know, I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. Well, there you go. Well, you, I agree with um, with uh, Ali that you were amazing. And Hannah was really good at them as well. And you know that's part of being a chief stew and what what why you're going to be a reoccurring chief stew and why you and hannah had so many successful seasons and you don't realize how important the green screen interview is mm -hmm. and i don't even think the public realizes how important it is like i think for me it when i did the show it was such a small part whereas the the eps kept being like daisy they're really important i was like oh it's like why do we have to do this let me just get out of here and they're like you don't understand how much we need these interviews. And um, so it's, yeah, it's a big learning curve. But yeah, you girls were amazing. You at nailed, it. Hmm. Very, very good. Either of you didn't like it. You guys did great. Oh, thanks. Daisy <laughs> came out with some really good ones. The unicorn fart was my favorite. I'll, I'll, I'll forever love that. That was a classic line. <laughs> I liked my penis one. Oh, yeah. Just because <laughs> at the time. That one, 
I, at the time, I was literally like, Danny, you need to stop talking to me about this. Like, we have these mad bitches having lunch on the aft deck, all killing each other. And you're going on about this STD that doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm just like, so when I got asked about it, I'm like, yeah, it just kind of rolls off the Can tongue. Can you just remind so any mental. listeners that can't remember what you said? It was when Danny thought, or JL thought he had an STD. And told Danny, and then Danny wanted to quit the boat. And um, yeah, so I basically said, um, you don't quit your job because your boyfriend's penis hurts. <laughs> it's not a thing. Right. That is essentially what <laughs> happened. I'm like, where did you get an itchy penis <laughs> or like a sore penis to have an STD? I'm like, it could have been a million things. It's so weird. Like, if I have an itchy vagina, I'll be like, Ali, I have an STD. <laughs> I, like, I know it. It's happening. And I certainly wouldn't tell anyone, and I, except the <laughs> doctor, and I certainly wouldn't tell anyone while there's cameras on me. Like, wow. It was Pick so weird. It was such a weird situation. Don't talk about it. <laughs> Honestly, but even if, like, even if he did have an STD, like, I, like, why would you quit your? I don't. The whole thing was bizarre. Anyway, that was my favorite line. So, there was a. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> which is like often, so I'm responsible, and they're like, "Yep, you're all good. You're clear." I'm like, "No, no, it's K A T." I mean, you hand out trophies. It's like um, it's like it's like having perfect attendance. You can all <laughs> now have perfect clear tests. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you can yeah. now be elected as a captain. <laughs> um, I wanted to you. know a, a little bit about your. I mean, everyone wants to know a little bit about your dating life right now. Are you single? Are you dating anyone? Very good segue, Ali. You know, going from, um, from STDs to from not, no, from not these, yeah. just for, STDs to potential Ds. That's where we're going yeah. today. Not having them to how much are you dating? Well, judging by that last conversation, you'd think not a lot, but I sure am. Um, so honestly, um, you know, dating takes a lot of time. I, I feel like a part-time job. It takes that much time, but uh, and I'm not discriminating. Like I'll I'll give you know, a doctor. An orthopedic surgeon that lives in a high-rise condo, uh, a date, but I'm also given a hockey player that lives in Buffalo a, a chance. Yes. Um, you know, a golfer that lives in Boca. Well, actually, he's out. You know, just you got to like meeting people. Good for you. Yeah, I'm moving to London. I'm going to be there in April, and I just have to start you dating. Do. It just has to happen. When I moved to I, I was, yeah. I double booking. I was like, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I got I have a five, but I can do a seven. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm petrified of it because I just don't even, I just don't really like people. Then, I especially don't really like men. So if they, I love men. That, I love men. But I don't. Yeah, there's, there. Yeah, I, like, when I find a man I like, oof, I love them. But that is very far and few and Right, free. but here's what I'm, I'll tell you. It's a numbers game. you got to play to win, you know? So you got, you're not going to meet them. you got to yeah. go out there. you got, listen, I just, especially when I was in New York and here, actually, worst case scenario, you go meet, you get a free drink and a good meal. I was, there's so many restaurants in New York. I was like, yes, I will meet you at that place that has, it's very hard <laughs> to get reservations at. You know, yes, 
So, yeah, I think like you so have the right attitude because my attitude is I could be in bed in watching Netflix, having an early light with my cup of tea and the idea of somebody wasting my time with their shit jokes and their (laughs) shit compliments and their but you you're right your attitude is the right attitude free meal Mm -hmm. free drink you see as a chief stew and yachting or anyone that was doing yachting you you aren't comfortable putting on a smile and acting like you're having a great time you've been training but i'm not gonna be paid for it (laughs) listen you're good point dinner and you're also maybe getting a chance at somebody that's you might like so just you know yeah no you're absolutely right no i've i'm determined i've already said it to myself i am moving there for the summer and i am going to be a dating whore i am so excited i'm yes. gonna be I'm gonna do exactly your same double book myself in london what a great city i'm so jealous my sister lives there i'll come yes back. yeah oh so, many so hot guys in everyone's just so hot. i think that it like that's English why last time i was thing. there is like they're so hot because i lived there like eight years ago I don't know, like ten years ago, and um, I was I was super young, and I came back recently, and I was like, oh my god, this is where I need to be. Everyone is smoking hot, so, hot. so yeah, I'm excited. But a lot of cheaters, from what I've seen on UK reality TV, they all seem to cheat on each other. Everyone I mean... cheats everywhere. <laughs> Ali, I don't know if you are familiar with reality <laughs> TV, but uh, I wouldn't say the general population <laughs> of males on reality TV. Just, just saying. That's a fair point. Yeah. Are either, either of you on dating apps? Please tell me you are. Oh, Kate, please tell me. I want to mm. know if you have do you have a dating app or if you don't even, what your bio would say. Oh, absolutely, I have a dating app. But first, when I like first got it, like years ago, and I like below deck, I've been on for a while. I didn't want somebody like screenshotting, uploading to Twitter, being like, look at Chiefs Two Kate. She's on this dating app. So I used like a picture that could be me. It was actually like Rachel Zoe wearing sunglasses with her hair like this. And Ooh, like, clever. I mean, it looks close enough, but it, it could be me, but it wasn't. And I even used a, a fake photo of my dog. I didn't even use my real dog. I'm like that could be my dog, but it's not my dog. And um, the guy was like pleasantly surprised. I was like, that's actually not me, but this is me. Um, I, but now I don't, <laughs> but I don't give a shit, you know, I think. And it's gonna, it always comes up eventually. And honestly, that's so funny. I'm the same. Like I couldn't care less. And we were in London. Yeah. Go ahead. And I, my name isn't on my dating app. It isn't Daisy, but not because I care. It's because I keep my Facebook private. So just because it's for friends and family, I, I don't. I don't. It's not private, but I just don't want it in for the public. Right. So I have a different name. So the app obviously takes that name so I was talking to a guy in London and we were talking for like a few days and then he's like so I was just out for drinks and someone told me that I'm being catfish and I was like what I was like no that's me and I was like how did this come about and he's like well basically I showed my friend your picture and she's like that girl's not that name well let's call her Ashley he's like that girl's not Ashley her name's Daisy and then I had to look back and explain to him be like Oh no, that is actually me. I just have a different name because I want to keep my Facebook private. Honestly, so that was a whole. So he literally thought he's being catfish. Yeah, you guys are catfish. The guy that I had the big photos, he's like, I feel like this is reverse catfish. So you're not that person. You're actually. (laughs) I actually am pleasantly surprised. You're actually hotter than what you showed me. It's like you couldn't get mad at me. It could be me. 
But I, now I don't give a shit because whatever, it's, it's going to come up eventually, you know, it's, um, yeah. usually when we have the first drink. But it has been a kind of an issue where, like, I think some guys just wanted to go on a date with Kate from Below Deck because their ex-girlfriend watched the show, blah, 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 blah. But whatever, I still got that free drink and meal. <laughs> yeah. I met a guy recently, and he he was 21. Like, I'm 34. This was only, like, three weeks ago. And he was infatuated with me. But he knew that I was on the show. And I think he was confused himself. I don't think he knew if he fancied me because of me or because I was on the show. But he was hard fangirling. Like, he was obsessed with me. I was like, oh, you're so cute. This is never going to happen. Yeah, that's a turn off. (laughs) I'm 15 years older than you. Yeah. Oh, God. What's it like? What's it like, Kate, um, being celebrity? I like to say in quotation because it's such a cringe word um, in the US because Below Deck is obviously a US show. It's not that big where I live. So uh, or it's kind of it's big in the UK. Is it Daisy? It is kind of. But, I mean, the US, uh, it's massive. It is, massive. but nothing like the U. nothing like the US. Yes. I think it just started airing up because I can tell that now the UK people are reaching out to me and like, what season are you on? That was so five years ago. But, you know, it's it's happening now. <laughs> I can always tell. Yeah, yeah okay. You just got it. Um, I would say I'm a... You're reliving your fame. You're becoming pop. You're, like, becoming famous again. They're like, so how did that feel with that chart? I'm like, what are you... I don't remember <laughs> it. I don't know what they're talking about. And I'm like... <laughs> Let me get back in that headspace. Um, so, you know, I think I'm just a reality cast member. And what's interesting about that is because you are yourself on a television, people, I think, think you're more approachable because they feel like they know you, which is awesome. I think anyone, they're like, they ask for a selfie. They're like, do you hate this? I'm like, no. Anyone who says, anyone who tells you that it's not super flattering is an asshole. It is so flattering. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. But my best favorite moment i was walking my dog in new york city and some lovely girl came up i was like can i get a photo and she goes i recognized your dog so i knew first and i was like thank you thank you thank you for recognizing halo i was like so thrilled (laughs) i'm the same i get you know i get asked i'm not anywhere near like you kate and people always say it as well. They're like, is it annoying? And I'm like, no, I think it's because I've met the nicest people. Like some people have bought me drinks. Some people have, you know, and they're really respectful. Like you can tell that they're really embarrassed. They don't like run up to me and are like, oh, you know, demanding a photo. You can tell that they're really embarrassed nice. and being like, oh, do you mind if I have a photo? And I'm like, for sure. Like, right. yeah, I'm like, I'm not Jennifer Aniston. I'm not getting like hounded. I'm like, I love Take the photo, buy me a drink. I love it. Please tell me how much you loved all that hard work you saw me do. I love it. How how are you finding it? Oh, it's it's not a thing here. I mean it is. It's it's just it's on like midnight on a weeknight on Main Street. It's yeah, it's not that big. So I've been when I was working in the Wit Sundays, which is um I guess probably one one of the main hubs for boating and yachting in Australia. Um, when I was working up there as the show was airing, I had a couple of people recognize me. And since then, someone DM'd me and said they saw me down the street a month ago. And that's it. Like, it's so it's just, it's not a thing. And my friends have been like, oh, you're exactly the same since you've been on the show. I'm like, well, obviously, I'm always going to be the same <laughs> person. Like, 
what do you think I am? You're like, like, yeah, that one person who recognized me yeah. four months ago really went to my head. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, all right. But no, yeah, not a thing here. And that's why I was sort of a bit curious because I remember when Daisy went to New York um, as the show was airing to watch um, with Dr. Frank um, to watch his episode. And yeah, you got recognized a few times. You had a bit of a different experience. Natasha got bumped up to first yeah. class on the plane. Yeah. Did she? I didn't know that. Um, yeah, in New York, I got recognized a bit, but I was in LA recently and no one recognized me. Oh, okay. Which I thought was interesting. Well, yeah. It's just too cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I also like that Daisy one. Who does she think exactly? I'm like the biggest Z list celebrity in LA. <laughs> yeah. True. It's a very cool life experience that all three of us are very lucky to have because yeah. people want to know what it's like to be on reality TV. I think. A lot of people do, but also yeah. that we were so fortunate to be on a popular show. There's plenty of reality TV that you can get on. That doesn't mean people are going to watch it. So I just mm. feel like we got so lucky to have this very unique, amazing life experience. Definitely. Well, especially for you, because when you joined the show, it wasn't big. It wasn't popular. And that's, know. you know, why we say you're like the OG, because, mm. you know, you made it, you made it what it is. Yeah, you really did. And, um, you really that was a huge risk, because for me, it was a less of a, I mean, I guess it's a huge risk for me, because there's a huge following already, and that if I was unpopular, there's no coming back from it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you you didn't know it was going to be as big as as it is now, I'm sure. Or, or oh, no. what, you know, know, how did I, you feel about I, it? I had a feeling that if they had a chief stew who, you know, was better. Uh, it could be very cool. I mean, I've always loved yachting and appreciated what a very adventurous, cool, awesome, interesting, behind the uh, curtain, luxurious world it is. And so I just wanted to make sure it was portrayed correctly. And I thought it would be great. Mm. Have you had any? Yeah, awesome. I'm glad you saw that vision. Sorry, no. I was just going to say, I'm glad you, you know, you and Cortland and Ryan, everything saw the vision. Cause... We saw it much sooner. But, yeah, it's. Uh... it's... I, I'm so happy when I heard that there, I mean, I think everybody on the planet, no matter what, where they work, everyone has said this. And you guys have probably said this at jobs you've had before. Okay, see, I know you've been working in yachting for a, a long time, but like waiting tables or like working retail, everyone has workplace drama and everyone, when it's all going to shit, looks like they're like, is this, this could be a reality show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. So, mm -hmm. It was cool that they and what's so, I think, unique about this is because you're right, everyone says that about their job, but also nobody knows about yachting. You know, I know when I came into the industry, I was like, what is this? Like, this isn't, it's just a whole other world. So I think people are just so fascinated by what we do because no one knows it exists mm -hmm. except for us and the super rich. And the rest of the world are like, what, these rich people own these boats and they basically have these servants on, waiting on them 24-7 <laughs> for months at a time? <laughs> adventurous crew. I mean, I live in Colorado. It's not in capital of the world, and it's shocking to me. I mean, you can't go anywhere. You can't go to the grocery store without seeing big yachts parked in people's backyards at all the marinas. And it's shocking how many people, and this is when I was working on yachts and I would go out, they have, they've grown up here and they have no idea of, about the yachting industry, it never occurs to them. It's in literally in their backyard. Yeah. Well, I guess that yeah. was back then. I think they yeah, know now. I think the secret's out. <laughs> I was wondering if you could give us a bit of insight into how you got into yachting, and did you have any other 
dreams that you may have taken instead, like other courses in your life that you didn't end up doing? You know, I was a, a cocktail waitress, bartender all through college. I started, I want to be an interior decorator because every girl does. They're like, I love fashion. I love him. But my dad told me, <laughs> you'll never make any money in that. So I, but I was like, yes, I will. And, but you had to go to architecture school, which I did. But it was like, wow. Which only briefly, I, I, I chose a different major. I ended up with communications major, which is very broad, you know? And I was kind of having a quarter life crisis, which I think everyone can relate to. Um, it's kind of like when you're just out of high school or just out of college and you don't have the life skills to make very important life decisions. You're, you're like, pick a career, pick where you want to live, and we're going to get salary and you got to move out. And I was like, I don't want to get an entry level job and a cubicle and a, you know, a city apartment and just work forever. So I was like, well, I'm going to avoid making that decision after college. And, uh, I'm going to go work on a yacht for one year. My cousins had done it in the nineties, uh, before there was Wi-Fi. you guys imagine how hard, <laughs> like one of them, so is- I know they would have to write their emails and wait till they got into port. And then they would turn, they would turn the internet on for like five minutes. Everybody would be like, send, send, send. Oh, fuck. hold on. Hi, Adobe. Oh, I'm later. Sorry, my computer just, anyways. Oh, so my cousins had done yachting and I just saw it as an escape route. I'll go do it for one year. I'll travel, I'll make money. And I just ended up loving it, you know? And then I did it for six years. I did some freelance years, which were great. Um, I did a lot of like six seasons in the Caribbean two seasons in the med, maybe three, the Hamptons, Mexico, you know, did the usual. Um, and then I was just like, I was a chief stew for a while. And I was like, now what? So the show was like a perfect way to do what the I next step, I yeah. But the real reason I did the show is because before the show was a thing, I was like, this could be a reality, or this is an interesting job. So I started writing a book about it. And I remember the captain's wife, we were in San Tropez, we were like, the worst med season ever. I was like, I'm going to write a book about yachting. I was a laundry stew. I was like, did not know enough. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to do it. It's just, if you write a book about yachting, you'll never work in the industry again. And I said, well, if it's so known that people won't hire me, I won't need to. So I, I wrote yeah. the book before anything, just because like, it was like before social media. So I was bored. I don't know. And uh, when I heard about the show, I was like, okay, this would be the perfect reason to get on TV. Hi, sorry to interrupt. How did you hear about the show? Because back then, obviously now it's it's with Instagram and, fa- and Facebook. It's oh, yeah. so, um, so, so, you know, so, easy. I, was, I heard about the show because this woman named Julie Perry wrote a book, How to Become a Yacht Stewardess. And after college, I went on Google and I was like, how do I? Because my cousins have been out of it for a while. And I looked her up on my, I bought her book. I read it cover to cover and I looked up on MySpace. That's how long ago this was. Wow. I had dial up internet and uh, <laughs> I was so excited that I sent her a message on MySpace. I was like, hi, I bought your book. I'm going to move. I'm going to do exactly what it said. And I'm so excited. And I like, she was like my, my icon, like Yachty author. That's so cute. <laughs> I get to Mary's crew house in Fort Lauderdale and she responded. So and I was like, when you get here, let me know. I'll go out for a drink. But I was too intimidated. I was like, I'm not going to message Julie Perry. She won't let me know. I walk into Waxy's the first night I'm in town. And guess who's sitting in the first booth? Her. Meant to be. So anyways, years down the road, 
when the first season was coming out, she called me. She's like, hi, it's Julie Perry. I know I haven't talked to you in like seven years, but I, I've kept track of you on Facebook and there's going to be a yachting reality show on Bravo and I don't have time to update my book. So I was wondering if I could hire you. And the minute she said there's going to be a yachting reality show on Bravo, I was like, the, the clouds parted. I was like, I'm going to be honest. That's amazing. Wow, that's a really cool story. That's really, yeah, like a lot of fate there, kind of things. Mm. Yeah, stars aligning that, you know, was meant to be. And very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so, um, um, definitely yeah. a bit more interesting than how any of us have heard from it, like Instagram. <laughs> it was such like an exciting time. And I think you guys are amazing rad i would have loved to work with both of you um i would have been so lucky and probably uh we would, have, we, we would have had a great time but yeah i was honestly so jealous i was like daisy gets got such a good interior team but <laughs> you both can tell like sometimes there's people whether you're watching it or it's people you've had on your seasons you can tell now that the show's gotten bigger there are people who are there because they saw it on tv you know definitely yeah oh yeah you can certainly tell yeah, that. yeah 100 percent. i think you know <laughs> in the season that i did in season two and in season three it was actually a bit of a weird one because i think i'm not going to name any names but i definitely think there were a few people kate's like bitch name no. <laughs> there were definitely <laughs> definitely a few people who were 100 percent there um to 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 gain fame or to you know have an ulterior motive but weirdly i was very lucky on both seasons as well that they were very concerned about their job so for both seasons even if some of them had an ulterior motive there they were still concerned with doing well and especially because this season because blow deck 2 was so well received i think people came on in blow deck 3 even if they wanted to be famous being like oh we can't fuck up because Below Deck 2, everyone loved, you know, everyone was so individually so good at their job, apart from maybe JL, but everyone else. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I think so. I, I felt very, very lucky are, on both seasons. So... that Because I'm just there to do a good job. Yeah, I'm like, nobody bring me your fucking drama. I, I didn't want it first season and I didn't want it second season. Don't care. Just do your job. Be funny and you'll be successful. And that's true in real yachting. Like, having a sense of humor... We don't have a lot to live for out there, you know? Like, you got you have to be able to make anything funny because if you can't make, I'm chopping limes, I'm chopping, like, if you can't have laughter mm. in your workday, it's going to be a long You know what I'm saying? But, like, a real yeah. yachty to me is somebody who works hard, doesn't run their mouth in the crew mess, and when you are working, is able to make jokes, even when it sucks. Like, actually, when it's the worst is when you make more jokes. <laughs> yeah yeah no i agree and i also think partying hard i think that you know everyone says that about yachting you have to work hard and party hard and you have to be a good drunk like you can't be a bad drunk you can't be a negative or aggressive because we're so tired we you know you've worked for like three weeks straight and then obviously you get like straight onto the tequila which is most people would be like falling asleep in the corner so it's like if you can't party hard you don't belong here you know and that was for me <laughs> below deck is a big part of that as well i'm like you need to learn how to party and not be a moron you can't fall asleep in the hot tub on the first night because you drank too much whiskey <laughs> <laughs> no no one did that today and that in general you know just don't fall asleep <laughs> 
clubs in general. You know, I think that's a good, yeah. that's a good rule of thumb. And actually, it's a good rule of thumb. Yachting is such a metaphor for life. Like, be funny, work hard, and don't be an annoying bad drunk. <laughs> don't fall asleep in the hot tub. Bodies of water. <laughs> you heard it here first. Hey, that's pretty good. You don't need much more than that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, fuck school. Fuck therapy this is this is all you need right here we are giving it to you people exclusive content well i will say that so i did yachting after college and i will say i'm so glad i got that degree not that i've really used it but it made my parents happy but i did kind of like teach me how to like meet deadlines blah 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 but i learned more in my yachting career just because it's such a crash course in colloquialisms in different cultures and you know you're going to some of the most fantastic places you know your tastes very much get elevated like the girl i went in i thought i had a good taste when i started yachting no 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 no. then after a year i was like oh i want this brand you know because then you start knowing what the owner's like it's just such yeah. a good life education. well i'm awful like people will like we'll go out for dinner and like someone would be like like i'm so judgy someone will be like oh what's ceviche and i'm like the fuck i'm like do you live under a rock <laughs> and i have to like remind myself or they're like what's for a grass and i'm like oh my does that god happen? oh my does that god. happen often to you i feel like working oh. yachting like every every yachty knows that no, no no not yachties that's what i mean like people in the real world oh, so then i'm super judgy dating is gonna be so fun for you oh god and i'm so judgy because we came from a really foodie family as well so I kind of grew up with this anyway and then i came into yachting and it was the norm but yeah if i go not my friends because they're pretty well cultured but yeah like maybe not a, a date but like maybe someone i don't know and they're like looking at the menu and they're like what's this i'm like the fuck? Who, what who brought that client to dinner no here it is guys she has an opportunity to be look so cool be like oh you know oh, let me tell you let me teach you like you have an upper hand you have an advantage like you know I know you you see life so differently to me. I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do it. But normally I'm like, what the hell, this person. But it's so bad because I shouldn't be judging because we're so lucky to have such incredible experiences and to have learned so much about food. And I have to remind myself that not everybody gets those opportunities like we did. Um so yeah, I agree. And when I first stopped yawning, like for like <laughs> five years, uh, I just like took a little break. I started trying to date like land guys and I I had a very strict, I'm like, I will never date anyone who has less sea time than me. I just can't handle it. You know, because it was like, oh, uh, so I uh, went to a basketball game this week. I was like, I crossed the Atlantic Ocean, okay? Uh, yeah. It takes a little bit of time to like uh, get used to land people, land lovers, but uh, <laughs> it's like they're another species for those land lovers. And, it's a part of evolution. It's like land lovers and yachties. Like they're just a step behind. And and there's a big part. Everyone knows as yachting as well. Explaining our job is the most fucking annoying thing. So like obviously I can't date a yachty because they're all assholes. But it saves me a lot of time trying to explain what I do and blah blah blah. I can't stand that question. Oh my god, it drives me crazy. Um. So yeah, sometimes it's easier just to date oh, an asshole, so I don't have to explain my job. I travel the world with billionaires. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> just impress them, blow them away, Daisy, with all your, all your stories okay, and culture. Gonna, this, this is a life-changing podcast for me. I'm le learning so much. I'm going to be a different person. I know. Why don't, 
one of my questions was uh, one of my questions to Kate that I wrote down was, "Do you have any advice for Daisy?" And it's just coming out left, right, and center. <laughs> Daisy in the franchise, you didn't. You're going to be a whole new woman with a well, whole new I perspective. Don't think you need advice when it comes like you're doing incredibly well. I mean, you're you're fantastic, and I think you don't give a flying. You know, can we curse? You know what I mean. You know what I was going to say. You don't give a shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can totally curse. Have you have you have you listened to me talk? <laughs> I love that word, but I love to say fuck, but uh, I'm trying to say it less. It's not really working out. I love how you don't give a flying fuck, and that's why you're so good. That's why you're so good on the show. You don't give a fuck, and that's what it takes to be a good chief stew, um, because there's going to be drama from the guests, drama from the crew, and if you get in your head, you're going to be like, what? and that's why you're amazing. You don't give a fuck. You're like, I'm doing my job. I know I'm good at it, and get in line. And there's going to be a crew mess meeting yeah. in five minutes, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on the um i was so mad looking back on that i was so fucking mad i was like <laughs> it worked out it was like for a you. blind rage okay what are your thoughts on the yeah. trailer okay below deck sailing yacht season three trailer sorry yeah below deck sailing season three you know below deck season below there's a lot of words in there below deck so many words season two was like amazing i mean it you guys really killed it and those are big shoes to fill i feel bad for the cast of below deck sailing yacht season three the new ones not you daisy i don't feel bad for you because you don't give a fuck um but <laughs> that trailer and i honestly after doing yachting for so long and then doing below decks for so long and now i'm doing galley talk it's just like i'm kind of like there's not a lot of things below deck related that i like really care about or like haven't seen before you know um but th that trailer is the exception i got goosebumps i was like they, they did <laughs> the intense. damn it looks so <laughs> oh my god the, uh, i think it has a lot to do with it um being on a sail yacht i mean you've got more confined space yeah. which makes people more crazy nowhere to hide from each other and it's like a much more badass job and also things go flying and more wrong it's just so good i can't wait no you're absolutely right and it's so weird because i've worked predominantly on sailboats for so for me i'm so used to it and when i kept see, pe pe seeing comments being like it's magic because it's on a sailboat because that drama happens no you can't force yourself to fall like you can't you know, you can force yourself to bitch or to kiss someone that you weren't supposed to, you know, and try and create drama. But those falls and those, um, you know, falling out of the bunk, falling down the stairs, the chef cutting his head, that's all oh, that dead was, real. And you cannot create the, that. His scalp. I, oh, I could not look at that. I could not look at that. But also, uh, it was like a toupee. <laughs> it was like a toupee came off the top of his head. <laughs> That's why I couldn't be a nurse. That's why I worked. That's why I went into yachting. I could not even watch Grey's Anatomy. But even on the plus side, not even it was disgusting. Like when the sails go up, it is majestic. Um, it is amazing. Yeah. And I, I went on. Yeah. Um, no, it's something really special. I met you guys on Parcel Three, and I could not believe. I was like, you guys just did six weeks on this. You guys just did six weeks on this tiny little boat. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I even found myself. I was hiding in the laundry room. I ironed my linen pants with a French crease because I was having a, I, I was like muscle memory. I was like, where do I hide? Where do I hide? I went to the laundry room 
and I put a front Captain Lee crease in my linen pants that I wanted to wear. <laughs> I, I was just like, I was to go where I feel safe. And then I was like, I don't even want a crease in these pants. That boat is so, <laughs> ooh. So I can't wait. When does it, it um, air? Uh, February the 21st. Yes. Um, yes. We'll be dropping this and the other thing... episode um, the day after it airs. So this may sound a bit out of yes. out of place, but yes. God, it was such a good episode, and I can't wait for the ne- rest of the... <laughs> <laughs> wow, blown that, away. What a start for the season. episode, I mean... Ugh. But the, the other thing about the sailboat, so the other thing about the commons is, so I'm going to address everyone, so funny because everyone's like, why don't they lock the doors? Like, I do not understand. And it must be so frustrating as a viewer or even as a guest on board or anyone to be like, how is shit still falling? Like, how haven't you learned after 10 years being a chief student sailboat? What happened? What did happen? The wish, sorry. As a chief student, would like you stoke for going underway? Like, well, you you stow, but the but the thing is, is that so many of these boats are built so that the owners want nice looking latches, not sturdy looking latches. They want nice looking latches that are cheap, and what that means is you cannot hold the weight when you're heeled over that much of you know of the vases or of the bloody bags of sand and stones we have for decoration that weigh ten kilo. And these tiny little latches because they're cheap and they look oh. nice. Mm. Not that they're full of durance. So it we lock we lock them, but the weight is too much for them. And then other times when you're just busy and like, you know, you just hear I'm just doing lunch for six people, I'm trying to clear it up, and Glenn's like, Right, we're putting up the sails <laughs> and I have to prioritize. I have to clean the dishes over going to check if everything's stowed and I consciously you know, make the decision. I need to get all these crystal glasses and these expensive Happens plates so away. Often. So it's I'm going to let shit fall because I'm getting a five minute warning. So that's the reason why it is just a constant fucking battle. But obviously, and I'm, it's good to know, they need better latches, but that totally makes sense. It's like, ugh, you're doing the best <laughs> you can. But then also, you have, like, you choose the most expensive thing first, you know? Because mm. that's yeah. how it goes. Yeah. No, it's funny. I, I agree. I watch it and it's frustrating. I'm in it and I'm like, and, oh, like so many times. I don't know what they're going to air this season, but so many times you just hear me like fucking going mental because there's just shit flying everywhere. And I'm just like, it's fucking boat. I'm so yeah, sick I know of working a, a fucking sailboat. There's a lot more chaos going on in that sense than uh, I recall in our season. A lot of. I think we got better win this year. Yeah, right. yeah we didn't. We had a few pretty mediocre. We did love, yeah. And it's the same on, you know, boats that I don't work on the show. I go to the captain every time. I'm like, these fucking latches. I'm so pissed (laughs) off. I can't deal with this anymore. You know, just just repeating myself. It's like Groundhog Day. So, yeah. We're running out of time, actually. So, I just wanted to, before we wrap it up, I just wanted a couple wrap up questions with you, Kate. The age old question of everyone on everyone's lips shag marry kill from the whole franchise and i also want to know who are the cast members you wish that you got to work with so those two questions to round it up today i'm gonna go in reverse um, and i'm not just saying okay. this i'm here with you i really was so jealous of y'all's interior team 
And I don't do oh. that many podcasts, but I was so excited to finally come and chat with y'all. I wish I could have worked um, with you guys. I mean, honestly, if you ever need like a freelance laundry suit for one week in St. Bart, yeah, I swear I will find out. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna leave the laundry room, but just put me in. I'll put wear earbuds. <laughs> one week, you know. Um, that would be amazing i'll keep that I mean, in mind i will totally do it just for the air travel and like it's kind of like i miss it just a little um so i work with you two and then shag Ray kill i mean i think everyone here mostly i don't know about you ali but i think daisy you might agree because you're dating somebody ali so you don't have to say yeah <laughs> that's okay i know exactly who you're gonna say he's just so you know, I watched his YouTube video about his, what is it, Parlay Revival. Ah, oh, and he's just a surfer, which was my type, you know, growing up. I've now gone outside the surfing world, but he's, like, just so great. He's, he's a real fucking man. He's, he's uh, and yeah. I, But also, his girlfriend, his new girlfriend is smoking hot. And, it's, you know, they match. So definitely start him. Um, <laughs> Good choice. Mary, Mary, Mary. Uh, you know, this is a little weird. I feel like Captain Glenn would be a really good. I knew yeah. you were going to say that as well. Me, Kate's the message me about this already from the last season. She's like, oh my god, no, no, here it was. It was last season when you guys hit the dock, and he's usually so nice and Canadian and just nice. But when he hit, it shows what how like fucked up my tastes are. When he hit the dog and he got mad, he was like, what the? I was like, Gwen? <laughs> like, swooning. Whoa. That's it for you. I love it. No, you're like, you're like me. You like a man. You like, you know, you, you, yeah, you want someone to get mad. Like, brilliant. Brilliant. You can drive a big boat. And also, I think sailors, like, you know, they know how to take things slow and they're patient. So, and I just think he's lovely. Uh, and then kill... I mean, it's just such a long list, y'all. Um, oh, I would honestly, honestly out of self-defense, I don't know if you guys remember this person, but Chef Leon, season three, he was very scary. Like, I think it almost got to that It almost got to that point. Like, I think he, he pretty much was like, you better watch your back. He poured honey in my bed. They never showed that. Like, he, yes. Like, on a, was my interview, okay. he put a whole jar, jar, jar of honey in my bunk bed. Um, like, he really wanted to kill me. So, I'm going to say Leon because self-defense. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't know if I've watched this season. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. I knew the moment I met him. I was like, not a yachty. Oh, shit. And he knew that I knew. So, he's like a misogynist. Like that was intro. the season with Scary. Rocky, wasn't it? Oh, they're the worst. And, like, his intro. Like by like, I I'm Leon. I I love making beef cheeks, and I I always make um girls cry, and that I work with. Like, who's like proud of that? Oh, that's so psycho. That's so cringe. I I haven't watched that season in years. Um, but I, I do remember it. him. I'm it's the season with it. Rocky when Walk she jumps the, in the water. Misogynistic. You guys are probably baby misogynistic men. I can't. I can't deal. <laughs> Any men watching it out there, just take one a piece of advice from us three. Just don't be a misogynist. Yeah, please. If you want to get far in life. The thing just... is, the misogynists don't realize they're misogynists. It's not like it's not like they're like, oh. I mean, ask Ashton. He's been told a million yeah. times, and he just can't get it. You know. 
Never learned. He's like, no, this is just the way you speak to women. This is normal. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kate, so much. This has been really fun. And we have been waiting and waiting to have you um, for something special. So this has been very special. Did not disappoint. Thank you guys for having me and congratulations. And I look forward to watching more Blow Duck Sailing season three. And Alec, amazing. Your beautiful baby. Thank you so much. And shout out to you on Galley Talk as well. Everyone oh, needs to get amongst the Galley Talk. We don't have it in Australia. We need to do Galley Talk for Blow Duck Sailing. Oh, okay. I will let people know. <laughs> Okay, make sure. Yes, thank you so much, Kate. Make sure you, make sure you rate and review our podcast. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And thanks. Bye, guys.